We did it. What did we do? And it was Joy's idea. What? We watched Bird Box. Yes. Have you seen the memes? Not the memes. What are they called? Yeah, the memes. The memes? Mm -hmm. But I'm not talking about the memes. I'm talking about like the Bird Box challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So what did you think of the movie? Uh, I thought it was incredible. Really? Intense, powerful, uh, pretty interesting social commentary, which most really good movies are, whether we're aware of it or not. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's a mama in what they called mama beast mode. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. It was really neat. I loved it. It could have gone on all day for me and I would have loved it, but I think we needed the break after the whatever two hours that it was. <laughs> what What about her tying the rope to the boat and it was on her hip and, she, and then she's she was going, going in supplies. Yes. Yeah. And then the little girl and you hear it chingling and linging. On yes. The that, that is Alfred Hitchcock. That is, that was creepy. Wasn't it? That's intense. I know. What if that's how we got around the studio here? By blindfold? Just blindfolded and ropes, like just sh- yarn. <laughs> All, right. All right. Challenge accepted. Yes. It was really good. So I, I have to say it was it was uh, not something I thought was going to happen, but it happened. Uh, we watched it together, and it was great. We loved it. Congratulations on watching a movie with a bird in it. Yeah. Treat. I haven't slept well since. didn't sleep. I have not slept well. Why? I don't know. I get up at six now again. Well, I'm definitely working toward having a better routine for sure. Oh, really? Yep. Actually, literally, honestly, true. (sighs) Trying to take a walk with joy in the mornings um, before anything else happens, which is tough to do um, because of the time and earliness, but we're, we're working on it and... I would say it's been 50% successful in the two mornings that have happened since New Year's Day. Nice. So, yeah. So, you're one for two. It's not bad. I'll take it. It's good. And you have a Ziploc bag of spinach. Is that a new thing? No. The Ziploc bags have been around a while. Spinach even longer. Well, I just, I feel sorry for you for that. That's Believe like, me. You, if you were my belt, you wouldn't feel sorry. Yeah. You'd be grateful. <laughs> Are you creating holes? In, oh, no. Yeah, no, you're not creating them. Yeah, you'd have to create them at the far end of it. Yeah, but there's only the like tip. <laughs> yeah. you're on the tip part. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to. Uh, I had a. I had something I wanted to talk to you about today. Okay. And it's nothing that we've talked about in the past. I did send you a text message about it, but that was it. Hmm. I would like for us to think. Well, first of all, let me say. Let me take a moment and say thank you. I think it's always important that we say thank you to our listeners. Because without them, well, we would still probably be doing this. We would just be doing it in a dark void, <laughs> yes. a vacuum, a black hole of, of no, no listenership. And but, you and me would just listen to it together in the other room. <laughs> yeah, we'd go from this room to that. Okay, now let's listen. But, um, <laughs> that sounds so good. People are so kind, and people mention it, and it's just, wow, thank you. 
um, playing it for their children, playing it for their spouses, listening to certain things saying, oh, I want this person to to check in and listen to this. That's just, it's unbelievable. It's really great. Please, if you, if you wouldn't mind, uh, again, thank you. Just pass this on to someone that you feel could benefit from it. <laughs> <laughs> that that tea, that was a uh, an apple being bitten into by none other than Dr. Jonathan Carroll. I would love it if every listener would pass this on to one other person. Yes, that's what I was getting at. Pass it on to one other person. Visit anchor.fm forward slash you'll die trying. Consider becoming a contributor to this podcast. Be sure to also in, uh, visit. Why do I always get caught up when I'm trying to give a URL? I'm Facebook. Nervous. The fa- I'm not. You're nervous. No, I'm not. I'm You're not. Also, not defensive. Let's talk about that here. Yeah, <laughs> that I was. That I definitely was. You know, I'm amazed at the people who are who are wanting to reach out to support us. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love how we were trying to plug it, and it ended up becoming a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's it's related to what I wanted to talk about. Perfect. I did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Perfect segue. You wrote that. Thank you to our writers, Nathan Morris. Um, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about how we can get better, we as in the human species, can get better at receiving and utilizing criticism. How are you? What score would you give yourself? Zero to a hundred, honestly. A hundred? Oh, you're going that high. Well, like a grade, hundred percent. Oh. Honestly. I'm a, I'm With a, all the self-awareness. I'm a C plus B minus guy. I'm, I'm in the C's. I don't, well, let me think, like, can I, can I talk this through and that's fine and you can eat my apple, eat your apple. Okay. Whenever someone tells me something, I compartmentalize. Okay, I don't lash out immediately. So that at least, I don't think that that's obviously not an F. (laughs) Do you know why there's no E? No, because that's excellent. I just learned that the other day. Joy and the girls were talking. I just just made that up. Is that it? Yes, that's the answer. Because when you're in grade school and you're getting, before you get grades, you get E's and S's and G's. Huh satisfactory, good, and excellent. Notice those are conspicuously absent from the upper-level grading scale. Interesting. Miss Mack, God rest her soul, one time I did a humanities project. Well, I didn't do it, and I got an F, and I go to pick up my grade, and she basically made it known that I got an F, and I said F for fantastic, and everyone started to (laughs) erupt and laughter, and I got a detention. Anyway, so are you saying that on average, if you receive criticism, sometimes you're going to receive it well, other times you're going to be more reactive and not receive it as well. And so you end up at an average. When you say reactive. Yeah. So internally I'm reactive, but I'm externally. Hmm. I would say I'm average. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just a that's I think that's a safe, very safe and confident response. Okay. Good for you. That's yeah. good. Wouldn't most people be average? Probably. I don't know. I can, I've always get in trouble when I speak for most people. Yeah, you're so right. I just speak for myself. I'm uh I'm going to give myself a D. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not good. I don't like it. You don't but, like criticism? No. It's terrible. It does. Why? Well, it hurts? I think because it, in some way, validates a part of that story that's going on internally that I tell myself. And so I'm constantly trying to like tell a new story to overwrite the old one, the new one being more positive and life-giving, the old one being a little bit more um, self-critical. So when I hear criticism externos from outside of us, outside of myself, I feel like that original story gets validation. Have you ever heard the story of the Native American man who's teaching his grandson about the two wolves who live in all of us? Mm. There's the, the, the kind patient comforting one and there's the kind of angry aggressive warmongering one and they're constantly battling one another and the grandson says well which one wins and he says the one you feed Mm. so i think when i feed that negative narrative in me that one gains in strength so I'm moving my hands like a like a level, mm-hmm. and so that one gains in strength. And then if I hear criticism, I think I tend to equal that to a validation of that negative story, and it gains in even more strength. And so it and it frustrates me because I'm like, ah, oh, I've worked so hard to not you know not ever have any criticism, which of course is silly and immature and ridiculous, but it's just where I am. How about we just criticize each other for the rest of the <laughs> podcast and see if we can end on a positive note. I don't think that's a very good I don't think so time. either. Yeah. I think you said that one other time in the podcast. I had this really dumb idea and you said the same thing. <laughs> Do you know what it was? No. Nope. You wanted us to say mean things to each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> you must have some like... Some sort of... There's some sort of uh, pattern here. thing about being mean to yourself and you want me to do it for you. Oh, uh, that's funny. So, getting better, as I'm always striving to do. Hopefully you're wanting to get better too to upgrade your grade. Would you give yourself an F? <laughs> I said initially that. a B minus and then a C, and I think I'm more of a C. <laughs> I think average is C, right? So what's the first thing that you think we should do to improve how we receive criticism? Don't feed the animal. How so? Don't feed the animal. <laughs> first thing is I think you got to stop the action. And then you got to stop the reaction. Push pause. So the thing that we're getting criticized about, stop it? Mm -mm. Stop the action inside of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which then stops the reaction. For instance, what's the first thing you want to do when someone criticizes you? Defend. Yes. Criticism and defense. They're dancing partners. Mm -hmm. So my temptation might be to lash back at the person giving criticism. My temptation might be to become very defensive which does not do me any favors, right? Actually probably validates what they were saying. You got to take a deep breath. You got to give it some time. You got to give it some thought. Have you ever gotten a, a nasty email? Yes. Have you ever wanted to like whip out a brand new email in reaction to that one? All every time and then you stop. If you're lucky or if you're mature, a lot of people just whip it out. I get some of those. I used to anyway. Back when I was in the church. Oh. Not ironic. Yeah. Not not <laughs> unexpected, yeah, probably. It's a shame. Not hypocritical. But yeah, there was a lot of negativity and a lot of... I'll never forget a church I served in Virginia. A woman had a... 
I don't know, she had some issue with something that that was done in worship, and <clears throat> she wrote a note expressing that, and I wrote a note back saying, hey, I'm grateful for the thought. Like, I, it makes me realize that maybe we're not as clear as we could be about some things that we do. Let me kind of explain why we do what we do. Maybe that would be helpful. And she didn't talk to me, like, for months. Literally would come up to me and turn her face and walk away, like making a point of her shunning me, which was great. I'm not Amish, but I get it. And... <laughs> Finally, she made her way over to me one day, and she was like, you just made me so mad because all I was doing was venting. I didn't expect a response. And you wrote me like this novel back, which just felt really defensive. And I said, oh, that's totally my fault. I wasn't trying to be defensive, but I can totally see how it came across that way. And it probably was. We were fine. We we got along just fine after that. But that happened all the time. So a couple things. Thick skin really good. Secondly, push pause. Don't react right away. What else? What if you just don't care? <laughs> I, I, but we do. No, Yes, but I think people can condition themselves to literally care zero and about no, that. And how, is, is that living though? Well, I think there's got to be something in between those two poles that are probably good. Like not caring at all was is probably not healthy. Caring way too much Equally unhealthy. Let me. Life on the poles tends to be rather unhealthy. Let me say a name. And I'm saying the name just because people know the name. Nothing political. Donald Trump. People sling dirt at him all the time. Okay. You, so he acts like he doesn't care, but he probably sits in his onesie with his baby blanket and probably doesn't like it. I mean, I just am asking. Like, I don't know. People like, I don't know. I didn't know if, I don't know. I'm not trying to get caught up in that stuff. I guess I'm just wondering if you can get to a point where you genuinely don't feed any of it. Feed any of it? Uh, Yes. Feel any of it? Feel any of it. Probably not. Got it. I think even the most well-differentiated and mature of us still wince a little bit especially if there's anything true about it. My father-in-law has this saying from managing a department store forever and then running his family business uh, forever after that. He said, people can say anything they want to about me as long as it's not true. Hmm. Which there's some goodness there, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me at all. But but when it's true, that's, as you say, ish. That's when I know I have some work to do. Here's what I think that we should do, though, with the criticism. You know, criticism has a relatively, I would say, negative connotation, right? What if we turned the negative into something positive? Like a learning uh, opportunity. Sure. Yeah. If you uh, get put to bed because of a bad cold or upper respiratory infection, lots of negatives to that, right? What are the positives? You get to feeling better quicker forced into rest right okay tired of your job want to get something new feeling dreaded about it rediscover something great about what you do or look for something better if you can yeah so what would it excuse me what would it look like if you tried to find the positive in the criticism even if the criticism is rude or mean what would it look like for oh, you? Thank you so much for saying that. My shoes looked ridiculous. <laughs> so nice. What nugget of gold can be found inside? Honest feedback and a suggestion for improvement, which at its best is what criticism is. 
Yeah. We tend to use the word constructive to to that's just to describe make it, criticism. That's just to make, to make it, it more better. Easy to swallow. Yeah, no, it's just to make the person who's saying it not sound like a total, you know, gooberhead, right? I I think it softens our. <laughs> it's like, listen, this is constructive. However, you are really terrible at that job. Like you're really <laughs> horrible at it. You should probably think of something else, but that's constructive. What if someone said your podcast is boring? I, I mean, I would. <laughs> I don't know. Would that be something that would help us think? Okay, maybe maybe we need to think about that and increase the variety of yeah. our, of our platform, new ways of of looking and talking about things and presenting things. I would literally ask another question: What's boring about it? What do you not like? Good. What do you like about it? So you're asking them to go positive. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell me some things that you like about it, and I'll reflect on some of the things that you don't. Oh. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. What after if we found the positive in the criticism? What if we then said thank you to the person who was doing the criticizing? Ooh. Probably would bless them. I think it would bless them, and it would bless you. Mm-hmm. More importantly, well, not more importantly, but you know, I think it for the for if you're using the analogy of the of the wolves inside you, I think it'd be good for for that. Yeah, it'd be nice. So after you've tried to find something positive in the criticism, and you have genuinely thanked the critic, so to speak, what next? Go back to business as usual, or? Try to improve. I think there's a re- I think there's a reflection period. You know, you say you a lot push pause. So after that, after the thank you, maybe pause and kind of uh, do a little bit of reflection, and then implementation where needed. Maybe mm-hmm. it I, takes a lot of self awareness to really, be able to hear criticism yeah. and to be able to think to yourself. I bet there's something true in that. Remember, we talked once in in a marital conversation um, about the rule of charity which was from Karen Armstrong in her book, 12 Steps to a Compassionate Life, where she says, listen for what your spouse is saying and listen for what is true in it. In the midst of everything that's being said, what in there is true? And really focus on that, right? Yeah. So if someone's coming at me with a criticism and I'm trying to find the positive, I'm saying thank you, I'm really being genuine about that, I now want to push pause yet again and ask myself, what do I need to do to improve? Because no one is always right, right? Like, I'm not always right. And if someone comes at me and says, hey, you might want to think about this, why does that sting? Because I think I'm always right. That's just an illusion. So I need to let that go. I need to be more open to someone saying, there's something that you could work on. I think I know what it is. I'm happy to tell you. And uh, it's up to me what I do with that. What if I thought, okay, I hear you and I'm going to I'm going to try to improve. I'm going to receive that criticism as a gift. I see it as a gift. I thank you for it. And now I am going to do something about it to make myself better. I'm going to use that. How amazing. It's like someone handing you dirt and you have a way to make it gold. You're sitting there telling that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Nathan's banging on the desk. That's what you're hearing. That's that He's noise. Excited. I'm excited because it's, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, tell me how I can be better. 
Yeah. Tell me. Give me the dirt. I've got a machine out back that turns that into currency. We would do that all day long if it was money. Yes. Yes. Why don't we do it if it's emotional intelligence? Why don't we do it if it comes down to our behavior, our actions, and our skill? Why can't we just say, thank you very much. I'll take this out back. I'm going to make something of it, and I'm going to make it work for me. Is it laziness and selfishness combined? Do you think people are lazy that are quick to react? Could be. Do you think they're selfish? Could be. <laughs> Your safe answers. <laughs> I'm thinking. You know, there are a lot of people out there. Thinking yeah. about myself. Why do I... It's insecurity. Yeah. Which always comes down to fear. Dang it. Fear. There it is. I did it again. You did it again. It's always fear. Yep. What are we afraid of? Why? 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 I have a question. Why? I don't know. That's a safe answer. I really don't know. Safe answer. Why? Why are we insecure? <laughs> Who taught us this? Well, that's a good question. We I don't learned, remember we, waking we, up. We learned as a, it from somewhere. I don't remember waking up as a little kid and my mom, you know, I don't remember her doing things with insecurity. I don't remember my dad doing things with insecurity. I remember fun and bike rides and king of the mountain and sure. I don't remember. When did we, I become that? We weren't in on all those backdoor conversations or some people were sadly very much in yeah. on those conversations too much. So I think there's so much going on in the system that while it is not expressly articulated to us, we pick it up anyway. So I picked it up somewhere. We learn it. It's learned. Insecurity's learned. It's learned behavior. I learned it from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what happens to learned behavior if you work on it? Yeah, uh, You can unlearn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then relearn something else. Mm -hmm. To me, that means... To, um, refusing to take the criticism as a personal attack, remember my rule of life, take nothing personally. And rather than receive it as an insult, be the better person, recognize it that, you know what, there's probably some truth to it, thank the person, find something good in it, create gold out of the dirt, and detach yourself from it emotionally. Look at it from an intellectual, more objective perspective and ask, now what needs to be done? So let's do this. Uh, let's oh, have a case study. Okay. Yes. All right. You uh, are I was the... waiting for you to like do something like this. Really? Honestly, I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. That this was going to happen. This is totally on the fly. But I awesome. think we should do a case study. Okay. Ready, Freddie. All right. Bring to the table to oh. our listeners to this microphone. Okay. A situation where you believe you were the recipient of criticism. I, the only thing I can think of was when with, when Miss Luckett brought her death and dying class, the seniors that come to the school for the tour, give them this awesome tour of the funeral home. And I was walking by and she, I was actually vlogging at the time and the camera captures her saying, Nathan, your pants are too short. <laughs> did you ever see that? I don't know if I did. It's, uh, it it's on YouTube. Right yeah, room. it's it's uh, on my YouTube channel and it's uh, I think it's titled like the high, high school visits the funeral home. If you check it out, it's I don't know why, but it's had thousands and thousands of views, which is really funny because high schoolers at a funeral home, I guess, gets a lot of Google searches. Yeah. But yeah, she's totally dogging my pants being too high. So so that's the criticism you you can think of? That's, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> is that is that bad? Were you hoping I was doing going to find something a little bit more tender? I would say I was I have an, for something. I have I do have another one. There we go. Uh, there is uh, a lovely lady in um, one of our new markets that mm-hmm. we're in, mm-hmm. and she made us very aware that she did not want the change that was us coming in, mm-hmm. and she wanted to be taken care of by her town, and because. We were there. She was going somewhere else, which was not in her town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think you and I actually talked about that situation yeah. when we talked through it, which made zero sense because it she totally disregarded her initial want, which was, I want to be taken care of in my hometown. Well, if we don't exist, meaning our funeral home, that is the only one in that town, and you go to another town to be cared for, then you're not in your town. Mm-hmm. So that was so a criticism. So it makes you wonder what that was really about. Was that a principle for her, or was that a violation of something that had become deeply familiar and safe, and all that was now in in an uproar? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there are very few things that people will stomach being changed um, all at one time. They've always said that church pews are bolted to the floor so that no one can rearrange the furniture because it's the one place you go where you want things to be the same. So I would imagine that someone uh, thinking about being cared for at their time of death would want it to be like it always has been, and there's something deeply familiar about that. As a result, something comforting, and what you want is familiarity and comfort when you're thinking about something so fear-inducing, and it would make sense that she would not want to see the change because, you know, I'm afraid. Once again, back to fear. Mm -hmm. What doesn't make sense is her desire to go somewhere else, which takes away the town part as well as the new people part. At least in your place, she's getting still the town part. But she sacrificed all of it as as a way to maybe make a statement. And who knows what's really behind that. Yeah, Using our method... Okay. First things first. Do you remember what the very first thing was about how to handle criticism? You want to. You said find pause. You, you, push pause. That's right. Yeah. Push pause. So you want to stop the action, stop the reaction. <laughs> All right. That was what. <laughs> That's so funny. I love. Thank you for putting the words in my mouth. I pre- you're sweet. The second thing was to turn something negative into something I positive. was going to say positive, but you said put pause. You, sorry. So the second one was put positive, not the first one. Push pause so you don't react. Don't send the email. Don't send the angry text. Don't use all caps. Kind of like this morning. Don't use. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to send a text. <laughs> no, you probably shouldn't send a text. Maybe not now. So then you want to find something positive. What is something positive in this woman's angst? That uh, In her concern? Mm-hmm. In her criticism of the purchase the transition of leadership, the change. What is something good in that? She really liked the previous okay. caregivers. So they had done a job of a good job of creating a legacy that she wanted to be a part of, right? right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, another something positive, she really loves her town. Yeah. Okay, so there's this sense of like familiarity there mm-hmm. too. Anything else good? Any opportunities in there? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. She loves her town, so you know what we did? 
we literally... Wait, don't say it yet. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's keep going. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I want sorry. you to have a reveal. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, then, did someone thank her? Did someone say, we know that that was probably a difficult letter to write? Was it a letter? No. Phone call? Yes. We know this is probably not the easiest phone call to make. We want you to know that even though you are not comfortable here, that we are very grateful to you for your feedback because it alerts us to what this community is doing and what it's about and helps us know how to serve and care for you better. Did anybody thank the critic? I don't think we thanked them. Okay. Uh, I think we acknowledged, obviously, all of her statements and then said, we do hope to earn your trust. Okay. You know, Good. we're not going to tell you to trust us. We are going to earn that trust. Okay. That's kind of what our angle was. All right. Yep. What was learned from the criticism? Because this is the next step. Learn from it, right? Take changes is so scary. Change like going into future acquisitions, knowing that people are going to be scared to death of us. So some people, not all people. Sorry. No, that's fine. No, please. That's all I was saying. Some people, not all people. I wanted to specify not everyone that in a a new market are worried about. You know. Yeah, you get by and large incredible reception. Absolutely, markets, and this is a um, an exception that proves that rule. Mm One thing that you can, uh, I think, acknowledge as a learning is we need to go in anticipating that there are going to be, when I say we, I mean you and this this sure, expansion no. that you're in, that you can go in ex- expecting that there are going to be some people who are going to resist, right? So in my world of therapy, resistance is a part of therapy. There are always going to be people who are going to tell me that I'm an idiot and I don't know what I'm talking about. And I need to hear that. I need to thank them, and I need to find what's good in it, and I need to learn from it, and then I need to strive to be to improve, right? But, but that's a part of it, resistance, because I, if if I have not been doing what I'm doing this long, then maybe I would be open to changing it. But I've been doing it a long time, and so I'm holding fast to it. And then when a therapist invites a different perspective. Of course I'm going to resist that because that would mean my relinquishing something I've been holding on to, even if it's not good for me. Because familiarity, even if it's not healthy, it's still mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going into a place and saying, we know that this change will become a challenge or will be received as a difficulty for some people. We understand it. We get it. We empathize with it. And we want to earn your trust. And we have a way to do that. Like this would be something that you would, you know, kind of be articulating. And hopefully that would help stymie some of that, you know, miniature resistance that you get in the long run. Whatever you can do to learn from it, I think is you're, you're better for it. Yeah. What would it mean to be the better person there? How not, so in that regard? Well, to not take it personally. Uh-huh. Right? So, because it's it's easy to take it personally. Even that, I'm sure it's easy for you to take that personally. Um, but recognizing that this is not an attack on me, I'm going to maintain my calm, I'm going to be positive, I'm going to communicate that, you know, this is what we're all about, and we're going to do everything we can to earn your trust in those around you. We hope that you will be patient with us as we try to be patient with ourselves, I think that really inspires people to kind of admire your approach. And beyond that, you end up feeling better about yourself because you know, hey, I didn't succumb to those, right? that negativity. I kind of strove to be, strove? Is that a word? Strived? To be above that. Striven. Let's do that. (laughs) 
So, uh, what do you think about all that? I think that's a really good, good thought, good idea, especially, you know, going into something, anticipating that, which now the next one, we will most certainly be ready. Yeah. Knowing that there will be some backlash. Yeah, it really is. Well, and I think it's good too, for us at this kind of start of the year, um, to do that differently because you know what? Learning is a part of life. Learning means doing something different. Doing something different means we may not have been doing it perfectly the first time. That means we may not have been right. That means we may have been wrong. That means we need to change. And we don't like anything about that whole sequence. But when you can kind of rise above and basically when we get over ourselves uh, and we simply open ourselves up to learning, we can become that's pretty powerful. Yeah. I want to be the person whom people cannot bother with their criticisms, but the person who is always eager to get it. I've, I've seen students like that before. Really? When I was teaching, yeah. They were like, yeah, I know, I know that this isn't good. I know that I did not do that well. I know that my theory or my technique, and my praxis isn't perfect. Show me where I was wrong. Tell me I'm terrible. I'm like, man, I wish I could have done that. I was always wanting to be polished and, you know, nope. Not this person. Special thanks to the Owensboro Fire Department. Wave as they ride by. And action. Yeah, that's good. So uh, any other thoughts for you uh, about uh, your continuing into this new year? It's pre-epiphany. So if you have your Christmas decorations up, it's still legal. I think after I took mine down we like two days Jan- after. We did January 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Am I allowed to do the reveal yet or are we not there yet? I wondered if you had forgotten... I don't know. Because I had forgotten. Did you really? Tell us what happened. So. <laughs> Am I allowed to do the review? <laughs> so we gathered together, talked about this situation, scenario, and because we realized her love for her town and we knew that there are many others that are, we changed the entire name to be named after their town of the funeral home establishment. We rebranded to honor the town and it went over beautifully people came back have you heard from her no that's okay no news is good news that she was a we still have her pre-arrangement oh you do Mm -hmm. she was a lightning rod in the best sense yeah i wonder if she knew (gasps) maybe we should do that that's what i'm talking about yes what if i write her a letter of gratitude thank you so much you are a large part a reason for this name change. You've drawn our attention. So for the next 100 years, as we honor your home, yeah, you can rest assured that you are a part of that. Yeah. Wow. Whether we are called upon to serve you or not, you have served us. <gasps> yes. Good stuff. That is good stuff. Hey, thank you for, uh, for being with us today. Uh, we hope that if you experience the uh, not-so-fun end of criticism, that you will fight the urge to be defensive. We'll find something good in it, pushing pause not to react. Don't send the text. Don't do it. I'm not. Not you. Just oh. the listeners. Okay. Don't send the email. Um, send it to us first. <laughs> Let us vet it, and we'll send you back a, a version that we think you might be proud of. <laughs> and uh, find some good in it, and turn the turn the dirt into into dollar. Make it work for you and become the better person. That's a rap song. Dirt into dollar. Is it? Should no, it, it should, should it be. It should be. Mm-hmm. Ty dollar. No, no, just dirt into dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this has been 
You'll die trying. I'm Jonathan Carroll. I'm Nathan Morris. This is episode 32 of 1,468,323. Thanks for being on the ride. In the dollar, dirt, dirt, in the dollar.